are. I'm Brittany, single mom to two girls. I feel so defeated. I don't even know where to start putting my life back together. And that's one of the things that we cover here all this month. Our theme is growth. And I'm Robert Beeson. And I'm Kimberly Mitchell. Yes, you are. And we are just so glad that you have joined us. Yes, we are. So this month we're talking about growth, as I said. And this week and next week, Mm -hmm. we have a very special guest in the studio with us who I think actually epitomizes Mm. the concept of growth. Our guest today and next week is the one and only Kathy Lee Buford. I feel like I take one step forward and then get pushed two steps back. Life is exhausting and feels like I'm just running on a hamster wheel, making little of any progress. Kim, I'm so excited about our conversation today. Mm. Before we get started, I want to just stop and say to you, single parent, more than anything that we discuss here, here's the most important thing Mm. I want you to hear. You are not alone. There is hope. Totally. And this podcast was created by solo parents as a place to begin to heal and, quite frankly, to be transformed because of this very difficult season that we know uh, very well. And although sometimes we tackle some tough stuff on this podcast, please know this, like Robert just said, we do always end in a place of hope. That's right. So welcome to the Solo Parent Society podcast. Kim, I can't remember a time that I didn't know the name Kathy Lee Gifford. Right. We all know her for her boundless energy and uplifting spirit. But what you may not know is that this very successful public person has walked through some very Mm -hmm. difficult things, things that perfectly mirror what single parents deal with. Totally. Like you, like, I mean, she's been a household name for how long? We're like forever. And I mean— I watched her on TV for all those years, like when she was with Regis and then when she was on the Today Show. And she just kind of has always been in our home. But she is just, she's a fascinating woman to me. Yes. Her life has been totally thrilling and like- Curves. And- yeah, just so many things and stuff like some of us will never, ever, ever walk through. But I just so love her honesty and her heart. Me too. And so I'm excited to get into this conversation because- um like we said, she has dealt with some mm, tough stuff. Sure and I actually was thinking before we came into the studio that I don't know that there have been many interviews with her that deal mm. specifically yeah. with the things of being a single parent. So yeah. I'm excited about this conversation. Like Brittany said in the very opening of this episode, the life of a single parent can feel like we're just treading water, like we're not making any progress. Mm. We encounter setback after setback. It's hard to keep getting back up. Yeah. So this is going to be a great conversation with kind of the energizer of the entertainment world. (laughs) But first, listen, if you are driving or if you're a snake milker, like extracting dangerous venom from a deadly snake, and you hear something in this episode that you want to write down, I would encourage you, don't let go of that snake. Right? This keeps you up at night. I'm it telling does. you. I know. Don't let go of the snake because yeah, everything, <laughs> everything that we're talking about will be in oh, the show gosh. notes so you don't have to stop what you're doing. <laughs> Today, our guest is none other than Kathy Lee Gifford. Yay. If you might have been living under a rock <laughs> yeah. and you don't know who she is, let me tell you. Kathy Lee Gifford is a three-time Emmy Award winner from the Today Show. Prior to that, she was the co-host of Live with Regis and Kathy Lee for fifth years, Mm -hmm. where she received 11 Emmy nominations. Mm -hmm. She's also been inducted into the Broadcasting and Cable Hall of Fame. She's authored five New York Times bestselling books, including her most recent, 
It's never too late. Make the next act of your life the best act of your life. And we're so honored to have her in the studio with us today. Yes, me too. And she just got a Hollywood star. Amazing. I know, I know. Welcome, Kathy Lee. Kathy, it's so awesome that you're here. Yes. Thank you for taking time. It's just, it's an honor to have you in the studio with us. I, this month, we are talking about growth for single parents. And I can think of no better example of someone that is just, committed to continual growth mm-hmm. than you. Mm-hmm. I look at all the things that you've done, the, you know, television, movies, music, and, you know, and you've been through so mm-hmm. many things. Mm-hmm. Um, I would think if I were in that position, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to just retire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's time to enjoy <laughs> my bounty, go. right? <laughs> yeah. But you don't. You just keep going. Where does that come from? Hmm. Well, I'm a lifetime student of the Word of God, hmm. and I read it every day, and I can, I'm can i yet to find somebody that retired in the Bible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody true. retired. Right. Everybody died doing what God put them on this earth to do, or else he took them up. Right. Hmm. I'll take either one. Right. But I'm not, uh, no, I mean, that has never even been a consideration for me. Hmm. Um I love to work. I think work is a hugely valuable gift God gives us for our own self-worth, for our purpose, Mm. for our uh, growth. Mm. When you're still responsible to meet a deadline or um, keep people employed, in my case, um, uh, and and then you mix that with the Holy Spirit who gives Mm. us purpose every morning. I felt years ago, I learned from Paul Newman that if I've got a pulse, I've still got a purpose. Mm. And my purpose... Mm has never been to just uh, accrue a lot of money, a lot of trophies, um, a, a private uh, you know, mm-hmm. island where I'll go and sit there and contemplate all the wonderful things I've done. Yeah. First of all, I didn't do anything. God did everything through me. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think when you have that perspective growing up, mm-hmm. and I have known and walked and stumbled with the mm-hmm. Lord since I was 12 years old, yeah. mm-hmm. that you never feel about even, even our death when it ultimately happens, is the greatest day of our life. Right. Mm-hmm. That's when we get our reward for faithfulness or lack of it. Right. We get it right. anyway because mm-hmm. it's promised to us, and we get to go right into the arms of our Savior who made all of our life worthwhile to begin with. Mm-hmm. So it's like a win-win-win. Yeah. And I just uh, I don't know how many more days Mm-hmm. He has for me, but um, I know they will be thrilling. Yes. They will be. There will be never a dull moment. Yes. It'll be. Um, and I, I, the latest thing I've been thinking so much about is, you know, why am I surprised when God surprises mm. me? Hmm. I'm 67 years old now, and this is probably the happiest hmm. I've been in years and years and years. Yeah. Now, happiness is different from joy. Yeah. So I should make right. that distinction. I've always been a joyful yes. person because of the joy of my salvation and the and the joy of yeah. the Lord is your strength. And I've always understood. But the word happiness comes from the root word happenstance, which means your circumstances. Mm-hmm. Something that happens to you. Yeah. So we can still be joyful when I'm holding my dead husband in my yeah. arms. I can right. be joyful when I'm mm-hmm. accused of sweatshop you know, yeah. uh, allegations. Yeah. I can be joyful in the Lord when when uh, I, do, I don't get a job or I'm overlooked for something that I know I deserved just in terms of, yeah. you know, the value in, my, in the industry, right. you know, those kinds of things. But happiness is um, where I find myself today mm-hmm. and that every aspect of my life right now uh, is is warm and rich and, and mm-hmm. fun and exciting. And it could end tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But right now, you caught me on a good day. I was in my garden when I forgot <laughs> I know, that I was supposed yes. to be here. 
I think that's, the, that's the, why I look like I look. <laughs> but, you look beautiful. This is why we do podcasts. This is what we like. <laughs> and God. the cameras are off. <laughs> so I just finished reading your book called It's Never Too Late. Mm-hmm. And I like devoured it. Oh, like I just, and you're right. Your life has been thrilling, but not always easy and not always yeah. good times and good things. You, I mean, you've known, oh my gosh, Kathy, like controversy, accusation, all the things that and you just alluded to some betrayal, loss, hurt, all of it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of single parents feel that, right? They feel damaged, uh, shame, humiliation. They don't quite Rejected. Know. Rejected. Yeah. yeah, it's a big one. Totally. Lonely beyond belief. Loneliness. Lonely. And yeah. how do, you know, they're in, I mean, I remember when I was a single mom, just sometimes just sitting in that pit going, oh, dear God, like, help me. Help sometimes is the only <laughs> prayer I felt like I could pray. It's one word and it's all, it's all you need. And that's all you need. And how did, so when you walked through, and this is what I loved about your book, it's just that you have walked through so many things. But not alone, Kim. But not alone, exactly. Yeah, we're never, we can be lonely, but we're never alone. And if people actually have a real relationship with the Mm -hmm. living God, it's not somebody we visit for an hour in some building, uh, you know, and we say some prayers and we feel good about, and we could hear a little bit of a homily or something, Mm -hmm. and then we go back and we sort of separate the secular from the spiritual in our lives. I've never ever done that, mm-hmm. and I'm so grateful for that because you know it's it's one life we live, yeah, and he is the uh, common denominator of it. Whether I'm at, on a in a stage, you know, someplace in Broadway, yeah. or I'm in a movie set, I'm directing, or I'm mm-hmm. being directed, or whether I'm recording, or mm-hmm. whether I'm writing, I am not alone. Yeah, and that's learned behavior. Yes, right. It really is. Mm-hmm. That's from. You know, seems like centuries, you know, decades, <laughs> yeah. decades of walking with the Lord and then having a history now to be able to look back and go, oh, Lord, you were there. I see mm-hmm. now. Like the Israelites, mm-hmm. you know, where they were Hebrews then, they weren't Israelites, but they came through uh, the Red Sea. They forgot like that in an instant that God had just saved them through all the 10 right. plagues That's never right. touched them. They've been enslaved in, 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 in Egypt for 400 years. God delivers them miraculously. Yes. And they, they get through the Red Sea. Pharaoh and his, and his yeah. chariots are destroyed and they go, what's for dinner? <laughs> I mean, they basically yeah. say, what's for dinner? Now I'm Jewish, so I find humor in that. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, the lack of gratitude and, and forgetting so quickly. I know. Yeah. Why what do God we- had done for them. I know. Why do we forget so quickly? Because we're human, human. and that's why God had to take human form to come and save us. Yeah. Yeah. Save us. And um, so I just look back. When I write a book like Mm -hmm. the latest one, uh, I look back on uh, a history now, a lifetime of experience. There is nothing any scientist could ever say to prove to me that God does not exist. Because I would be able to say, you haven't lived the last 50 Mm -hmm. years of my life with me. You haven't seen demonic activity. Mm -hmm. You haven't seen demons leave Mm -hmm. people in the name of Jesus. You haven't seen the miracles I've seen. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that's, Mm -hmm. welcome to your science. Yeah. Welcome to your science. Um, my God is, is created all things, and you don't know everything yet. <laughs> yeah. You know, there are mysteries of God. Yes. There are mysteries, and, and I love the mysteries, mm. and I love the fact that people think it's all, you know, you know that old saying about the— uh, the scientists who get together and they just, you know, call God and basically say, you know what, God, thanks so much. Yeah. You know, it's been great, but we don't need you anymore because we know how to make 
life in a petri dish now. It's all good. Right. It's a, it's all good. You, Thanks. No we need got it from for you got anymore. It. <laughs> right. And God says, "Okay, great, great, great. Congratulations. Okay, how are you going to start?" He goes, "Well, first we're going to take some dust." And God goes, "Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> got to make your own dust." <laughs> you know? Right. We how, how soon we forget yeah. that he is the creator of all things and and he oh my gosh, there's that's why we use such a pea brain amount of our of our, our intelligence. Mm-hmm. It's the rest is for eternity. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited about that. I know. I think that's one thing. You know, it can't be taken away. Our testimony. Yes. You you can't analyze, measure that, whatever, because we have seen. Like I think about the followers that saw Jesus resurrected. That's why the scriptures yes. went forward. And it's that's not because the, the church survived. Because these people were willing to die. And did. And did die mm-hmm. because they were so convinced of the God of Jesus that showed up. Yeah. I mean, that is testimony that is mm-hmm. indisputable, you know, when it's our story. And that's yeah. what I love about what I hear through this book and with Solo Parent Society yeah. is about it's really, instead of like going, how can I get through this as quickly as I can? Yeah. It's like, what am I going to learn in this? Because mm-hmm. transformation happens in struggle. And that becomes our testimony, which is indisputable. And we carry that forward like you were just saying. And I love that mm-hmm. about, about mm-hmm. your life, the looking yeah. back for these 50 years. It's, it's immovable now because you've seen yes, God I, show It cannot up. be shaken. It can't be shaken. And you get to the point where you understand Paul when he says, you know, what can mortal man do to me? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, do I want to be tortured? Do I want anything? No. But could anything be as sweet and as satisfying? Maybe a grandchild one of these days. <laughs> we'll send but this to Cassidy even, right away. And my son, <laughs> Cody. Cody. Even yeah. in that, it, I would see the face of God. Yes, yeah. exactly. I would be, you know, the, the face of God would be looking up and cooing at me. You know, it just, so it's true. every good and perfect gift comes from above, Mm -hmm. streaming down from the Father in the heavenly realms who does not change like Mm -hmm. shifting shadows. Mm -hmm. I have clung to that a thousandfold because this ever-changing world, and it's so much more fast-paced now even, would any of us have thought no. That this world would have been so changed within one year from a year oh, ago. Goodness, oh. no. I don't recognize it anymore, but I recognize my Savior in everything. Yes. And he keeps saying to me, Kathy, what they will use for evil, I will use mm. for good. You think yes. I stopped being sovereign God? Yeah. I'm not. I, I'm not I surprised. Not. Right. Not. God's not surprised. He's, he's not surprised. saw it all coming. He Absolutely. knew. Yeah. And, uh, and I just, I feel sad for people who do not, actually not even sad. I'm broken mm. for people who don't know that God loves them. Yes. You know, I am not about judgment of people ever. I've yeah. never no, been, but not. I am so about them knowing yes. that God loves them just mm-hmm. the way they are. I had a Bible study in my home the other night with my rabbi friend who wrote Rock Road and Rabbi with me, and we meet at my home once a month, and I have beautiful, beautiful gay neighbors, mm-hmm. and I just love those guys. And they were like stunned that I invited them to come to the study. <laughs> yeah. And I said, well, of course, I, you know, yeah. I mean— of course I would. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Welcome. The yeah. reason our churches are empty, if they are, is because we don't love people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We judge them. Yeah. And Can that's we leave that up to God, please? Yeah. We see with single parents is that they feel discarded from the church because they don't they're fit invisible. in. Invisible. Yeah. They're invisible, right. which is, I mean, and you've, you've been through this. Yeah. Yes. So a lot of people don't know this, but you were married before you married Frank. Yes, and it was. ended in divorce. And, yes. and it wasn't a good marriage, right? And it was just— It wasn't a marriage at all. It wasn't a marriage at all. No. Right. No, no. So, you know, to all the single parents, and I was in a bad marriage for about 13 years. Yeah. And, um, yeah, you just feel—you re- you were so right, like rejected and invisible, heartbroken, lost. How did you walk through that? 
day by day. Day by day. There is no, there's no, uh, you know, you don't get a handbook for it. <laughs> That's And you true. don't know at the time how long it's going to last. That's true. I had saved myself from marriage till I was 23 years old. I thought my, the man I was going to marry had also done that. He told me he had. So I thought mm. I'm marrying somebody who has the same mindset right. about spirituality. Mm. And I'm not going to use any of this time to in any way um, disparage mm-hmm. him. It's not about that. It's mm-hmm. about the fact that... Um, that uh, it was a horrible marriage and the fact that he, I waited all that time and was completely rejected. Mm-hmm. He wanted nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. It was a loveless, sexless marriage for yeah. six and a half years. And uh, and the kindest thing he actually ever did for me was abandon me at one point. Right. And, um, and I, you know, I just, there's a story in my, in the, this book mm-hmm. about how I just got out my I got. I came off the road after being with Bill Cosby for about a month, and and my house looks like it's broken into. No, my, the piano's gone. The, the, the everything's gone, and it's a wreck, with a with a little message. You know, I hope now you know I mean this. And I'm going. Mean what? Yeah. I'd been living in my guest room for about six years, <laughs> maybe five or six years. Wow. Oh my goodness. Praying that God would change things, change yes. His heart, or change mine. And we went to counseling, um, you know, and uh, still believing that. I, I, I was never going to be the one that would leave. Mm. And that, that cried my eyes out mm-hmm. for years, literally yes. years. Yeah. Never had an affair. Yeah. Never did. You know, I, and I, my pastor, Pastor Jack Hayford, actually mm. said to me one day when he came to my house and he thought that the man that I had been married to was there because he had been told some things that were not true. And I come to the door and he goes, Kathy, what are you doing here? I go, I live here. I never left. Mm-hmm. Here's a number where you can reach him, but I don't even know where it is. Yeah. And he said, I went to counseling them with him because I had never said a word to anybody. Even my parents, I didn't want to know because they would have worried about me. Right. Yeah. Wow. So I really did go through it alone with yeah. just Jesus. Only my dearest, dearest girlfriend and my friend Sam Haskell, who was my agent yeah. and my best friend, and he is to this day, my best male friend, knew the truth. Yeah. And everybody said, you got to leave it. You got to go get a divorce. Mm-hmm. You have all kinds of biblical grounds for a divorce. And I just, I just didn't. And I don't mm-hmm. know why. Mm-hmm. I just didn't feel freed up from yeah. God to do that. So yeah. I, I just, and one day I came home and he was gone. And next thing you know, he files for divorce. And, you know, uh, I'm going, and uh, the day that my divorce was announced and it was final, my father was sitting there with me along with my best friend, Sam. Mm-hmm. And my father, I said, Daddy, I can't believe I'm free. I'm mm-hmm. free. I can have a life. And my daddy, in all of his tenderness, yeah. was holding on to me. He said, But honey, you have no idea how deeply that man has hurt you. Mm-hmm. And and I, I didn't know it at the time. I thought my hurt was over now. Yeah. Right. right. And that's the thing you think you're gonna either your husband dies or your yes. your partner dies or they leave you then okay I'm gonna he no the hurt then can also just be I mean I made moral choices I never would have seen myself make because mm-hmm. I didn't realize the depth of the of the rejection right and even yeah. in relationships since then mm-hmm. I get triggered yeah I get triggered I've forgiven his name is Paul Johnson I've mm-hmm. forgiven him years ago I forgave yeah. him I don't think he ever wanted to hurt me mm-hmm. he had just deep deep pain and brokenness in his own life and yeah. he was he didn't know how to love me or mm-hmm. be a husband to me and and I just I, I knew that and so even if he had been malicious about it I, I know I would have forgiven him because there's no way out of anything without forgiveness. forgiveness. Right. If you want to stay miserable for the rest of your life, decide to be unforgiving. Better. Mm. You're guaranteed to be miserable for the rest of your days. Yeah. And I don't want to be a miserable person. Yeah. But I made choices there that I would have never, ever 
thought I was capable of. Mm. And and ultimately I that's when I met Frank. Yeah. And he he had grown up in the church, but he yeah. had gotten way away from it and uh, way away from it. I had gone away. I I was astray. And together we somehow found our way back. Yeah. Thank God. He the Lord blessed me with a loving, you know, very sexy man <laughs> yeah. who actually liked me. <laughs> <laughs> Until then he betrayed me too and right. and just killed me. Yeah. You know, and it's it's you know it um, that happiness I talked about at the mm-hmm. beginning. I was happy with Frank for eleven years, mm-hmm. really happy. Those beautiful years where we were madly in love. We had our children; they were yes. young, they were healthy. Yes. My career was, I mean, off the charts. I mean, I you know it was all all just. But the Lord gives and the Lord takes away for whatever mm-hmm. reasons. And um, that happened. Mm-hmm. And again, I knew Frank didn't try to hurt me. No. He, what the the affair? The, well, it was not an affair. No. Well, I'm the he was indiscretion. He was, he, well, yeah. there was he had yeah he he was unfaithful to me, but it was yeah. not an affair. It wasn't he was a know, relationship? It wasn't a relationship. Not it was even a relationship. I don't even think just he knew her night, middle night. name. Yeah. You know, yeah. just, you <laughs> yeah. know, no. He met a woman on a plane. Yeah. She set him up with a tabloid, and yeah. the next thing you know, he's in a vulnerable place yeah. in his life for other totally. reasons. He's sixty six years old at yeah. that point. His career is, is on the decline. Mine is on the mm. going into the stratosphere, and you know it wasn't lack of sex in his life. It wasn't a lack of love. Or you know, it yeah. just he was vulnerable. And yeah. Satan knows when we're Absolutely. he comes to seek to kill, kill destroy, and uh, what, yes. what the, uh, yes. you know what I'm saying? Uh, Steal, kill, and destroy. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Steal, kill, and destroy. And not always and in he that. He loves to do it. Oh, the, he, that's that's, that's his, his father of lies. It yeah. is his. Purpose. That's he's a father of lies. Yes. So, you know, when it happened, I was able to forgive my husband yes. immediately because it instantly God just showed me, mm. you've done this. Look what I forgave you for, yeah. Kathy. It was like a litany, mm. you know, and I was forgiven. And I said, you cannot ask for forgiveness and not give it. Mm-hmm. So um, I forgave him right away. But I love what you said, though, in your book, too, mm-hmm. that when you were talking to Jesus about forgiving him and that you said that if you can't forgive your husband, forgive your children's father. Yes, because here's the thing about wow. that. I yes. did forgive him. Yes. But That's incredible. I did, except then it, I, I did it so quickly that he didn't think it registered any right. pain in me. Right. Because I was like, oh, she's fine. Kathy forgave yeah, me the for, you know, right, right away. Right. And then he thought that we'd go back to being exactly the, the way same. we were before the betrayal. Yeah. And I said, no. Yeah. You have no idea how much this devastated yeah. me and crushed me. I can forgive you because Jesus forgives me. Yeah. But that doesn't mean we don't have a lot of work to do. Mm. And he was just blithely going about life. <laughs> right. And I and that's when I went to counseling. Mm. And and my dad. And this man who was just brilliant and kind and loving had said to me, Kathy, if you can't forgive your husband, mm. uh, forgive your children's father. And it got my eyes off so of me. powerful. Yeah. And even during the sweatshop stuff, mm-hmm. when I was accused of that, and I was so angry because yes. it was such a lie from the pit of hell. Yeah. Frank and I had just opened, we're just about one month later to open up a home that it took, cost us $28 million <laughs> right. to build. Mm. You know, and it, it was $14 million to build, but we had to make $28 million to have 14 to <laughs> yes, spend, exactly. right? We didn't make that kind of money, but we yeah. got it. Yeah, we got it, and um, and we opened up a home for AIDS and crack babies yes. in New York City. That's still there. Wow! Yeah. And then to be cu- accused right before that of being a child mm-hmm. molester, basically. Yeah. And and nobody cared about the truth. Yeah. All they wanted to do is, oh, we got her, we got right. her, we got Kathy Lee, America's yes. sweetheart. Well, I never thought of myself that way, but that was the image. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and and they wanted to destroy a good family and, yeah. and, a, and a good, they didn't care that we were gonna, yeah. nobody was taking care of AIDS babies then yeah. during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Princess Diana was the only one that, that was holding AIDS right. babies yes. in her arms. That's I right. did, and along That's with right. this woman in New York City and Frank, and we just built this home by the grace yeah. of God. And then to then to be accused, mm-hmm. we, you, you can imagine how righteously angered you feel. Yes. Mm-hmm. And one day I met with the man who accused me in Congress, and this this girl he had flown in from somewhere and with fingernails like red long fingernails, mm. I remember, and neither one of them could meet my eyes when I mm. you know, talked to them. And I thought to myself, well, that's some sweatshop, you know, who's got nails like that? I don't have nails like that, you know? <laughs> yes. So I knew, it, I knew it was a complete and total lie and a hoax. And it was just, you know, a, a union was trying to get Walmart to union and they were, mm-hmm. you know, to unionize and they were using me. Yeah. But at the time you're in, you feel like you've been hit by a Mack truck and yeah. you don't know why somebody's standing up accusing yeah. you like that? And of all places, you know, Congress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. So anyway, I met with those people at the uh, Cardinal's home across from um, the church, St. Patrick's, <laughs> in his his home there, the parsonage. Just he said, Kathy, I know this is a lie. Mm-hmm. This is that I can let me provide for you uh, a place where you can have this meeting without eyes on you, safe from the press. Mm-hmm. And right. it was yep. Cardinal O'Connor who did it for me. And it was very, very kind of him. And so I went. And during the meeting, which was just ludicrous, it was just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Now that's my son. <laughs> <laughs> Can't talk, doing an interview. Sorry, love you, bye. I thought I'd turn it <laughs> This is perfect. Oh, We're leaving that in. Yeah. This is real life. Listen, I've had a lot of I'm a single parent. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Kathy, we were doing a show once and my alarm went off to pick up my daughter from school. Oh. Like, so welcome to the family. Thank you. <laughs> well, let me ask you something. Let me just finish the yes, one that yes, you yes. said, because this is the other moment yes. when but when, when I got my eyes off of me and yes. my pain, as much as I didn't deserve any of it, it yeah. really, really I've been guilty of lots of things, but not the stuff I was accused of. Yes. So this I get a note from the Cardinal, will you meet me in this little room afterwards for just a few moments? I would like to say something to you. And I said, yes, of course. So meeting's over. I go into this little room. It's just me and the Cardinal. And I had been under such vile attack mm-hmm. in the press for like a month yeah. two or six weeks and, and never a kind word from anybody. Everybody was distancing me. They were all red casting stones. It was just nobody cared about the truth. Mm. The Cardinal just puts out his arms to me. Mm-hmm. And and with this, and he goes, oh, Kathy, <laughs> with such mercy, you know. And I just went into his arms, and he just held me. He just held me and let me sob because I had to be so strong. Yes, yeah. I couldn't let them see me. See yep. broken. I couldn't let them see me. You know, mm. um, afraid. Right. I, I and I never allowed that. I went right on the air. I held my head up high yeah. everywhere I went. But yeah. it takes a huge toll on you. Yeah. That man provided not only a room for mm-hmm. me, but um, a, an embrace for me. Yeah. And he said, Kathy, let me just tell you something that may help you with this. He said, Our Lord did not change the world so much through His miracles. Mm. He changed this world through His suffering. Mm. Mm. Wow. And if you are willing to suffer this injustice for his sake, he will bless it. He will bless you for mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Because there were there are sweatshops in the world. Yeah. 
I didn't know. Yeah. 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 I didn't no, run any. I didn't right. own any factories. I'd never hired one yeah. person to work for me. That was all Walmart. Yeah. You know, and subcontracting down. Yeah. You know, when you're when you have making mm-hmm. a million skirts at a time, there's no one fabricator, <laughs> right. one one company. So they they you know they hire it all out, and nobody can oversee mm-hmm. all the uh, all, all the greed and all the you know a sweatshop cannot exist unless there's greed and need. Right. You know, and so uh, people people will work there because they have no other choice. I didn't even know about them, and I yeah. certainly didn't right. run any of them, and I certainly was not guilty of what I was accused of. Mm-hmm. But what God did in the interim is, I hope this blesses people out mm-hmm. there. You're probably going through things you that you never did. You're yeah. not guilty of it. Right. You're um, it's not it's, just. It, you're righteously mm-hmm. angered, and yeah. all of it's not. No, Jesus didn't attend. You know, certainly didn't. Uh, uh, deserve to die a criminal death on the right. cross. He chose to to save the world from their sins, mm-hmm. my sins, your sins, everyone's sins, because God loves us that much. I'm not God, mm-hmm. and I didn't, in many many instances, love these people who were hurting me. Right. But I prayed for them. I made myself yep. forgive them and pray for them. And I do believe that's why. How you say? How do you get through this? You pray for people that have hurt you. Right. You forgive them, and you keep looking to Jesus, yeah. because He says what? Just like with what with Joseph when he was sold into slavery by his brothers, and later saves everybody. <laughs> what does He say? What you meant for evil, yes. God meant for good yes. to save many lives. Absolutely, yeah. and to bring glory to Himself, and to bring glory to God, not yeah. to ourselves. Yeah. So, I always try to see a greater purpose in things, mm. you know. And when I'm not in um, the right mind to go out there and be a blessing in this world, I don't leave my house. What a great conversation! <laughs> I mean, there's just so much in that. We will pick back up with her in the second part of our conversation next week, which is kind of like our very own growth boot camp. Yeah, I, I mean, there's so much to unpack. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to miss it. This would be a good opportunity for you to subscribe so you get notified mm, when it goes absolutely. live. Mm-hmm. Kim, some takeaways for you. First of all, I don't think we have to ask her any questions. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> That's what I love. But her story is fascinating to me. Um, she has just been through so much, but I love when she just, she has known, and I could, I did read her book. And just from watching her all these years and, and getting to know her a little bit, like she knows that she's never been alone. Yeah. She has felt lonely. She has walked through really hard bottom of the pit things. Yeah. But she has always trusted that God was always with her. Even if she didn't see the answers right away, even if she was like, you know, okay, God, like, how do I deal with this? She just has always known that she's not ever been alone and that he, when God writes the story, it's yeah. always better, right? Yeah. I, there was a thing she said in her book here. I just want to quickly read. I was going to try to pull it out when she was talking, but I didn't. Um She says, years ago, God told me something I've never forgotten. And he says, there are no crumbs on my table, Kathy. I use everything for good for my good purpose. Mm, That's so good. I, I, like you, I I felt the same way, the things that she discussed. And what's so very evident, you're talking about she knew that she was never alone, is that this idea that our story Mm. becomes our testimony, which Mm -hmm. it gets to the point Mm-hmm. that it's unshakable. Yes. Because for so long, we have seen the faithfulness of God mm-hmm. and not paying attention, just like, how am I going to get through this? But God, mm-hmm. what have you got for me yeah. in this? Mm-hmm. When she talked about the Hebrews, mm-hmm. you know, being 
freed from captivity <laughs> yes. and crossing the Red Sea. Yes. To be on the other side and then go, okay, so what's for dinner, God? Like, <laughs> right. You know, I yes. mean, like instead of the importance in growth is remembering mm-hmm. the faithfulness of God mm-hmm. in our life yeah. because that becomes our testimony, yeah. which because it's our experience with God, it's unshakable. Yeah. It doesn't matter what scientists say, does God exist, does yeah. he not exist, because we have seen him yeah. show up. And yeah. time after time, she is a great example of, she seems to be a student not only of the Bible, yes, but of paying much. attention to what God is doing yeah. in the midst of darkness. And she's always been so, this is what I so love about her. She has been so honest in her career, which yeah. I mean, is unheard of, but she has always been honest about who God is and what he's meant to her on some of the biggest networks on television, right? And I just think that she has she has walked and talked with Jesus in such a remarkable, seriously remarkable way. She just, there's not anything that she does that isn't with Jesus. Even through the dark. Even through the dark, through everything. I love what she said, and I think we both got and got choked up. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, which is kind of becoming a thing. I know. Choking I know. up too much. Uh, but. It was so sweet when she was talking about the the allegations that were coming against mm. her. And then she met with this cardinal mm-hmm. um, who facilitated the meeting, I, yes. is what I took out of it. And he said, I want to talk to you after. Mm-hmm. Went into that back room. Yeah. And he just reached open his arms and said, yeah. oh, Kathy. <laughs> yes. And he just held her. Yes. And, and he said to her, Christ didn't change the world through his miracles. Mm-hmm. He changed it through his suffering. So powerful and so true. And it's so true, I think, for mm-hmm. especially for single parents, mm-hmm. to know that the struggle, and we talk about this mm-hmm. a lot, it transforms us. Yeah. That is where things happen in our life, yes. and we can leave a legacy of change and transformation mm-hmm. because we have seen God show up. Yes. And when you talk about growth, I mean, growth is all about kind of, we think about it, it's the next thing. Mm-hmm. But in this case, it's almost like in this episode, what we talk, it's almost about reflecting on what's going on right now and seeing God yeah. in the midst in of it. Yeah. I took three points away from her talking about how to get through hard stuff. Yeah. The yeah. first one that I that I lifted from what she said is you pray for people who hurt you. Isn't that hard to do? It's really hard to yeah. do. Yeah. But you pray for them. Absolutely. The second step in growing through hard mm-hmm. stuff is forgive them. Yes. Forgiveness does not mean forgetting. Yeah. But walking through the process of forgiving yes. is something that we are required to do because we have been forgiven so much. So much. And the last thing is keep looking to Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Because those first two things yeah. is pray for people that hurt you. Can't do that on our own strength. Totally. Forgive them. Yeah. We can't do <laughs> can't that on do that. our own strength. <laughs> yeah. We need to keep focusing yeah. on Jesus. But I love those three steps in mm-hmm. growing through hard stuff. Mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. It's just so good. I just, I've always loved her, but I love her even more. Mm. just from hearing her heart and the, the struggle. Yeah, There's just something about that. And we're just so glad that you've joined us and yeah. have been on this conversation with us. And I can't wait for next week. I know, there's more. There's so much more. <laughs> I know. It just keeps going and going. And whatever vitamins she's on also, I think I'm gonna need to go I know. grab some. Right? Listen, if you haven't downloaded our app already, mm-hmm. I would encourage you to do that because you can walk with us. Not only would I suggest you subscribe to the podcast so you know when this is coming next week, but also... If you download our app, you can have access to one of our online groups, which yes. happens seven days a week, where we dive in deeper to the topics like yeah. this and explore this with other single parents around 
the world. It's so cool. And you know what? We love to hear from you too. So please yes. like be in touch. We're just, we're all in this together. Uh, I'm going to just read a quick short note from Crystal. She just says, this ministry and podcasts are amazing. Yay. Praise God that he uses our pain, brokenness, and trials for his good to help others. Crystal, thank you so much. We love you. And we are just so glad you took the time to write us. And, and just thanks for being here and for listening and, and as being part of this community with us. So if you haven't already, like Crystal, do subscribe to our podcast now on the new Access More podcast platform or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an awesome episode like this week's and next week's. Don't forget to rate this show and do please leave us a comment on social media. We would love to connect with you and hear your questions and and hear your story and possibly include you on a future episode. So just search social so, I can't speak today, but do, do search Solo Parent Society on social media. Can I tell you how much I love <laughs> that I'm watching you struggle? I know. Because I'm you're so sorry. professional most I'm of the time and so on it. I it's, don't know. What it do you makes think my, <laughs> as my friend David Smallbone says, it gladdens my heart. It gladdens my heart. <laughs> to watch Thank you. you you're welcome. <laughs> That's this is my you're struggle. So, you're so perfect all the rest <laughs> right. of the time. Anyway, yes, we are so glad that you joined us. I want to leave our time together echoing this Solo Parent Society guiding verse, which I think is so relevant to the idea of growth, especially the things that Kathy Lee outlined for us. It's Isaiah 41.10. It says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, and I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Thanks so much for being with us. We'll see you here again next week. You're going to love it. Thank you.